tanks and troops crossing the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there will be to resistance chicks we're your hosts leah and michelle i love that william starts off saying i sure hope you don't have big time bad news people in charge of this country committing acts of terrorism other countries is not accept an acceptable crime crime is a crime is not acceptable crime is a crime even if they say it's okay <laughs> so hey guys i'm sure you saw the headline the headline for today is that reports okay by seymour hirsch yeah. who is a, a, a veteran Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize winning, winning journalist, journalist. Yeah. has come out and said that it's, it's looking an awful lot like the United States literally mm -hmm. had a hand, a huge hand. No, they did it. They did it. Responsible. I'm being careful with what I say here, but, but I think we're allowed okay, to say it. I think you can. Can, we, can I just say it? Why don't you just say... The report says the, the US report did. says the U.S. done did it. Mm -hmm. Bombed the Nord Stream yeah. 2 pipeline. Now we came out early on, and we were kind of like, it kind of looked like this is what it looked like. Yeah. Who does it benefit? Just last weekend, what's today? Wednesday, hmm. Sunday. I just said, if it looks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, it's a quack, quack, quack. It's a quack, quack, quack. So uh, as far as the Nord Stream 2 pipeline goes, I said it does not benefit Russia. It never did benefit Russia. Mm -hmm. And you said this to me this afternoon, which was absolutely mind-breaking. Leah's still pulling up some articles here. Mind-breaking. I broke my mind. <laughs> what is the word I'm looking for there? Uh, mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. If the United States did this, then the United States is then saying to all of these European countries who are dependent on Russia for their gas... Yeah. We say you don't get any. You don't get none. Yeah. You get none. We said so. Right. So is it is it an act of war on Russia or is it an act of war on all of these countries who are affected, who, who now are freezing, by the way, cutting down, literally getting their little hand saws out, burning their furniture because they're so daggum cold, Right. Come on, man. Come on, man. To okay. quote Joe Biden. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, 
go ahead and bring up the ones I have now and we'll play a clip, two clips here. One from Biden in February of 2022, where he says, um, if Russia invades Ukraine, Mm -hmm. there will no longer be a Nord Stream 2. (laughs) Right, exactly. We will bring it to an end. And the reporter asks, but how will you do that exactly since the project is in Germany's control? And Biden says, I promise you, we will be able to do, do that. It. I'm sure I can. I, 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 that's the clip that I played at the intro there. It was kind of, my music was too loud. So you couldn't really hear him. If somebody says that I'm going to destroy something, if 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 somebody, if, if person A does, does thing, does this thing, then I will do this thing. And then when that thing is done, because person A did that thing. Right. <laughs> play the clip. Okay, hang on. I'm still trying to get, you didn't have them up for me, so I got to go. Grab them. And no, they're up. Sure. They're no, up I know. I'm saying I didn't have a chance to get it ready okay. ahead of time. And then we have Victoria Newland, who says it, it, on January 27th in 2022, if Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. All right, here we go. There's Joe. We just saw a bunch of Joe last yeah. night. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if, uh, if Russia invades, uh, that right. means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But, do, but how, will you, how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Okay. Now, I love what our friend, hi, Thomas. Thomas Pierce says, uh, some people did something. Remember when uh, Ilan Omar said that about 9-11? Some people did something. You get upset because some people did something. The United States, you know, bombs the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Now, he essentially was just saying, I promised you. She was kind of like, wait, well, how are you going to be able to to do that? And he's like, um, the old-fashioned way? Yeah, we're going to get into Boom. how. We're going to get into Boom. how they did it. But go ahead and play Victoria Newland here, just to give you guys a little bit of a subtext as we go into what the, the report has. Um, it should be up the, all the way to the right. Oh, well, you had it all the way to the left. Okay. Oh, one more to the left. <laughs> there the left, she is. The left. <laughs> I'm sorry. And bomb Slap the happy. pipeline. And, and bomb, bomb the pipeline. pipeline. To, the really left, to, to the left, to the left, to the right. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Um, with regard to Nord Stream 2, uh, we continue to have uh, very strong and clear conversations uh, with our German allies, and I want to be clear with you today. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. All right. Um, one okay, way so or another, gonna I'm going to find you. I'm going to blow you, blow you, blow you, blow you. One way. All right. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring up the fifth grade version of this article, which is the Daily Mail, because the Daily Mail has <laughs> lots of nice pictures. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, does my version of the Daily Mail have all the ads? It shouldn't. Okay, good. All right. Did Biden give the order to destroy Putin's Nord Stream pipeline after Ukraine invasion? Now, remember, they were working on Nord Stream 2. Nord Stream 1 was already functional in operation, but they were saying that our big deterrent to Putin will be to destroy the next one going in. Okay. Mm-hmm. This bombshell report claims Navy divers carried out a mission to kill Russia's gas stranglehold on Europe in audacious mission. Now, that's the way it's being framed. You know what, Europe? 
you don't want this gas. We're going to save you from yourself. <laughs> no one wants gas. This though, is you know? this is this is the this is somebody coming into your house mm -hmm. yeah. and taking all the junk food out. You don't want this junk food. I'm going to take it from you, you though. You don't want that junk food. But I'm food. taking it from you. You bought me potato chips. And I'm going to make sure that your credit card makes it so that you can't, can't buy, buy any more potato chips. And I'm not going to tell you about it. Right. But we buy the healthy potato And then you'll chips. just wonder why all the junk food, why you can't, why you go to the grocery store, why the junk food thing won't, you can't buy Because someone came and said no. Yeah, exactly. Taking your credit card. So they're, I'm saving you from yourself. I'm saving Scroll you from yourself. Scroll down a little bit. Yourself. You can see the, the map there of uh, uh, the gas pipelines from Russia. Specialized U.S. Navy diving teams carried out the bombing attack against the underwater Nord Stream pipelines, which supply Russia gas to Western... Now, this is an article that we're reading. Uh, Western Europe during a top-secret mission overseen by dun, dun, Biden. Dun, 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 a bombshell dun, dun, report dun, dun, claims dun, dun, dun. divers planted C4 explosives. Now, you scroll down to the next picture here. See how it's done. This is called picture story time. No, that's not what we want. It should that be. was from last night. Yeah. All right. C4 explosives on three Nord Stream pipelines in June of 2022, which were detonated three months later <laughs> using a sonar buoy, which broadcast a signal that triggered the bomb. So you don't want to do it right when you're there setting right. the bombs. You might have, there might be some video surveillance, you know? They would not, you know, go back on the history of, I don't know. Or maybe you'll that, have a balloon flying to the okay, air. Okay, so they have this, this sonar buoy that would broadcast a signal, and then that signal would trigger the bombs. It's just like in all the movies. So genius. According to the report, the attack was carried out in response to Putin's invasion to the Ukraine and designed to force Germany to stop eating chocolate bars <laughs> and other European nations to end their reliance on Russian gas, as it claimed. The move would also disrupt Moscow's income from gas sales. That's, it seems very interesting here. You know, the, I'm just saying, I just can't get over the narrative. To me, mm. I will save you from yourself. I'm save you I want to make yourself. sure that Europe doesn't get your gas. <laughs> no, I want to make sure that you, Europe, don't get Russia's gas. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I want to make sure, I'm saying to Russia, I want to make sure Europe doesn't get your gas. Yes. Okay, the sensational report by Pulitzer Prize winning uh, Seymour Hersh. Published in his Substack today, cites his source with direct knowledge of the operational planning behind the alleged plot. The White House and the CIA flatly rejected the report today, blaming, branding it complete fiction. Nah, <laughs> not a lick of truth. We said, Biden said one way or another, it's not going forward. Newland no. said one way or another, but this wasn't us. No way did we do it. All right. Okay, so Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines were sabotaged by bomb blast on September 26, 2022, an attack that ostensibly continues to baffle investigators. Shocking. Grudge. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, sorry, I said such a joke. While analysts, analysts say the immediate impact of the attack was limited because the pipelines were not fully operational, the geopolitical oh, consequences were oh. huge. Here we go. Huge. Oh, riddle of the blasts on the bottom of the Baltic. You have the unmanned submarine lays the mines. You got the Nord Stream pipeline. Each pipeline is made up of 40 foot long coated steel pipes that are welded together. So you've got the mines. They detonate, detonate in sequence. And then the pipeline blows up. up and gas bubbles rise to the surface. There you go. And that's how they you can did scroll it. down and see those pipelines going there. Joe Biden in the Baltic with the underwater mine. Yeah. Pipes were targeted by four explosions near the Danish island of 
Born, Bornholm. Bornholm. All right. Russia, which has pointed the finger at the U.S., uh, 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 reportedly believes repairs will be about $500 million, but the Kremlin still hasn't confirmed the pipes will be fixed. Nord Stream project cost around $20 billion and took 15 years to construct. In a compelling 5,000-word report about the alleged attack, Hirsch claims diving experts trained at the U.S. Navy Diving and Salvage Center in Florida planted the explosives. The divers are said to have carried out the top secret and highly dangerous operation during the Bold Top 22, a series of military exercises in the Baltic Sea carried out by 16 NATO countries. Very good cover there. The U.S. divers reportedly used the highly publicized 13-day event in June of 2022 as cover for their top secret mission. The C-4 explosives attached to the pipelines were fitted with sensors that enabled them to be detonated remotely at a later date. Hirsch reports that the explosions were triggered by a sonar buoy dropped by an aircraft. The buoy emitted a sequence of unique low-frequency tonal sounds compared to those produced by a flute or a piano. I don't know. How would you be? Don't try to do a flute. Which triggered the C4, sorry. A spokesman for the White House said that... Sonar buoy maybe, not a flute. ...said the report is false and complete fiction. In February, Biden said that the U.S. would bring an end to the Nord Stream if Russia invaded Ukraine during a joint news conference in, with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. Biden said if Russia invades, then there will no longer be a Nord Stream 2. We will bring it to an end to it. It just makes you think, like, okay, so frankly, why did it take them so long? That's what Because they, they admitted it. No matter what, if Russia invades, which Russia did do... So planning, why are you backing, why are you backing out on it now? Planning for the attack reportedly began, and there's more picture story if you want to scroll, okay. began amid Russia's mobilization of troops and fears inside the White House that Nord Stream 2, which was completed in 2021, would allow the Kremlin to further weaponize its energy supplies to Europe. Jake Sullivan convened a meeting in December 2021 before, all, before Russia invaded Ukraine. Isn't that so interesting? But they just had a fill-in. We just knew. That if they mm -hmm. pushed Russia that far, then Russia would have to do something. We poke the bear. And the bear Look roared. at the bear. Look at, there he is. Roar. Um, so Sullivan then, uh, let's see, where am I at? Uh, so in December 2021, a new task force formed um, with the official Joint Chief of Staff, the CIA, the State Department, and the Treasury uh, Departments. The discussion was geared towards uh, orchestrating a response to Russia's impending invasion of Ukraine. What became, a clear, what became clear to participants, according to the source with direct knowledge of the process, is that Sullivan intended for the group to come up with a plan for the destruction of the two Nord Stream pipelines and that he was delivering on the desires of the president. Now, how does this play in with the green people? Because they didn't have the gas pipeline shut off. So, you know, those, ga those you the bubbles know weren't it. just from an explosion, I'm guessing. You know, you're blowing up gas and the natural gas is leaking into the ocean. Speaking of which, maybe on tonight's program, we might have time to get to the train derailment in Ohio. Possibly. Same thing, acid in the air. Several ideas were shared before the dive mission was selected. Hmm. Other plans included using a submarine to attack the pipeline or aircraft to drop bombs with delayed fuses can't let them know it's us. CIA director <laughs> Even though they Burns know it's us. It's said to have authorized a working group to draw up the plan for deep sea divers to carry out the mission. Hirsch likened the plot 
to an undersea spying operation launched by the U.S. in the 1970s. Because guess what? This is where I'm going to get with kind of our commentary on this is the CIA can go into other countries and do things that would be declarations of war. Congress mm -hmm. has the sole authority to declare war. We can't go to war without Congress declaring war. Um, even with Iraq, there was a there was a vote. It was a unanimous vote, Bush. Right. And they just gave Bush, like, all these war powers, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the CIA ha has operated with impunity under the, under the stealth of night, saying, you know, we have to do these things. When the United States bombs mm -hmm. property of another country you're at war with that country yep and then my thoughts were well if germany is in control of this pipeline did you just commit an act of war against germany and then an act of war against the rest of europe that's what i'm saying what if what, what if a european country decided hey united states we're going to stop a third of all your energy getting into your country yep you'll thank us later but we're not going to let you know about it. We're going to lie about it. You need to go on a diet. <sighs> okay, so several ideas were shared, and then the dive, uh, dive uh, mission was selected. And then you've got the CIA. William Burns is said to have authorized a working group to drop a plan for the deep-sea divers to carry out the mission. Hirsch likened the plot to an undersea spying operation launched by the U.S. in the 1970s when operatives tapped into underwater communication cables used by the Russian Navy. According to Hirsch... In early 2022, a the CIA group told Sullivan's task force, we have a way to blow up the pipeline. We've got ways. The planners decided that Norway could serve as an ideal base for the operation because, in the words of Hirsch's source, the Scandinavian, the Scandinavian nation hated the Russians and the Norwegian Navy was full of superb, superb sailors and divers who had generations of experience in highly profitable deep-sea oil and gas exploration. So are they saying here that Norway was involved in this as well? I guess so. In March, members of the U.S. planning team flew to Norway for discussions with the Norwegian Secret Service and Navy. They decided to carry out the blast near Denmark's Bornholm Island, as is claimed. For, uh, Norway's foreign ministry said on Wednesday, these allegations are false. Of course, you have to. The initial plan was to plant explosives with a 48-hour timer. But the White House later asked for a method that would allow more control over the timing of the blasts, and the buoy technique was developed. Hirsch reports that the buoy was dropped by a Norwegian Navy P-8 surveillance plane. So that was Norway. On September 26th, during a, a seemingly routine flight, it takes a and village. the explosives detonated a few hours later. Mm. They're all just playing games and think this is really fun. Could you imagine? Make the, <laughs> I want to see the movie on this. Thomas says, those are your people. First of all, we're only part Norwegian there. I know. Um, I, we don't claim them anymore. Okay. The Vikings, the spirit, the Viking spirit died. The, uh, let me read this comment here from William. He says, um, hate to say, girls, looks like they're shutting down the internet. I was at Fair Media. They're shutting off everything. He says... The one that's covering the earthquake in Turkey, they said all internet to Turkey office is continuing to increase. Increase. This is looking bad. You know, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. This is just one of them. This is something that has already happened. But I do agree with you on the internet. They are they're they're looking to do something that's going to make the whole world go what? Yeah, Hirsch, just the author, just to let you guys know who he is, is a former New York Times and New Yorker reporter who won numerous awards for his investigative journalism, including about the Vietnam War and the 2004 Abu uh, Garib, Garib scandal following the U.S. invasion of Iraq. 
His reporting has previously been criticized for its heavy reliance on unnamed and anonymous sources. More recently, he ignited controversy with a report disputing the Obama administration's version of the 2011 killing of al-Qaeda founder bin Laden in a U.S. Special Forces operation. He also drew criticism for another report accusing Syrian rebels of staging an an August 2013 uh, Syrian nerve uh, agent attack that killed hundreds of civilians. Earlier this month, Russian Foreign Minister uh, Sergei uh, Lavrov accused the U.S. of indirect involvement in the explosions. All right. Yeah. So I, this is Seymour Hersh. I've got his picture up here. Clearly this guy's been in the business for a very long time and he's been in mainstream media for a very long time. So the fact that he's the one that's coming out and saying, I kind of wonder like, Hey Seymour, did you not get the memo that we're not supposed to be telling people this? Like, Hey buddy, we'll see. We will see. All right. So that's, that's, that's our reporting. I'm sure Tucker's going to have a great show tonight and, and break some of this down. Let's go over to, while, while, while we've got you, um, as promised, the Republican House is pulling people in. Their first, one of their first hearings today had Twitter ex-executives under fire. No one was happier then Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green. Now, I'm not exactly a fan of hers right now. Just, just to be straight up honest, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Marjorie Taylor Green fan. I believe that she played a game to be able to play a big role in Congress. That I don't know that she has the the, the ability to fill those boots. But if you bring it up, it's she has some. She, she's kind of intense with her words and it's kind of seems like she's did a cool little smackdown so uh do you need your facebook up? no okay. no we don't need that okay leave that one okay to the left to, to the, the left. left here we go again here she goes here she goes are we gonna watch her whole thing we're gonna watch it okay we already watched this once i'm gonna we're gonna sit through it again gaddy mr roth and miss navaroli You can consider your speech canceled during my time because you canceled mine. You see, you permanently banned my personal Twitter account, and it was my campaign account also. So let's talk about election interference, shall we? (laughs) January 2nd, 2002, you permanently banned my Twitter account. This was the account that I would put my campaign ads on, raise money on, fight back when attacked with lies, and be able to talk to my voters in my district, but you banned it. And then let me explain. My account was not reinstated until November 21st, 2022. That was after my election on November 8th. You know, at your company or your former company where you worked, Twitter employees, over 98% of them donate to Democrats. So while you coordinated with DHS, the FBI, the CIA, our government, and outside groups to permanently ban, shadow ban conservative Americans and candidates like me and the former president of the United States, President Donald J. Trump, you were censoring and wrongfully violating our First Amendment free speech rights. Guess what? None of you hold security clearances. None of you are elected. And none of you represent 750,000 people like I do. Let's explain. 52 United States Law 10101 
No person shall intimidate, threaten, coerce, or attempt to stop any other person for the purpose of interfering with their rights to vote or to vote as he may choose. You didn't shadow ban or permanently ban my Democrat opponent. No, you did that to me. And that was wrong, and it was against the law. You see, not only that, was it, a, was it me that you violated my First Amendment rights? You violated countless conservative Americans. These were doctors that were trying to tell the truth about COVID. Doctors that were having success treating people with ivermectin that you all would not allow to be talked about on your platform. These were parents complaining about their school boards, teaching gender lies in their schools, biological males entering their daughter's bathrooms and sports. These were also people questioning the 2020 election. And guess what? That's Americans' First Amendment right. These were people talking about voting machines. You know what? Democrats did that in 2019, before the 2020 election. On Twitter, people could question elections such as 2016, saying Hillary won. But in 2020, no one could question elections saying Trump won. You abused the power of a large corporation, big tech, to censor Americans. And you want to know something? Guess what? I'm so glad that you're censored down. I'm so glad you've lost your jobs. Thank God Elon Musk bought Twitter. And you know what? Let's talk about something a little bit further. It's amazing to me, Mr. Roth, as the head and trust of safety at Twitter, your ability, or should I say inability, to remove child porn. Now, here's something that disgusts me about you. In your doctoral dissertation entitled Gay Data, you argued that minors should have access to Grindr, an adult male gay hookup app. Minors? Really? You know, Elon Musk took over Twitter and he banned 44,000 accounts that were promoting child porn. You permanently banned my Twitter account, but you allowed child, child porn all over Twitter. Twitter had become a platform, you said, connecting queer young adults. You also wrote on Twitter in 2010, can high school students ever meaningfully consent to sex with their teachers? In 2021, while you were the director of trust and safety on Twitter, an underage boy and his mother announced a lawsuit against Twitter because, because Twitter was benefiting from and refused to remove a lewd video featuring this boy and another minor. That is repulsive. But you violated me. What, did, what were my tweets? Okay, let's talk about them. I was talking about the deaths being reported on VAERS. By the way, that's on the CDC website. I was also saying that I didn't think the in any entity should enforce a non-FDA non approved vaccine or mask. Guess what? A lot of people agreed with me, but you called that COVID misinformation. By the way, I'm a member of Congress and you're not. I also said the controversial COVID-19 vaccines should not be forced on our military. You want to know something? Republicans stop that in the NDAA. L ladies, time has expired. And your time has expired. I yield back. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. <laughs> uh, chair recognizes. Uh, so Michelle and I said it's a little bit, a couple, yeah, I'm in Congress and you're, you're not. not. You yeah. know, a little bit of a kind of an interesting. It's a little juvenile. Uh, yeah, but it was.
It was still it good. Was fun. It was I fun. Mean, it, it was fun. It's good. I enjoyed it's, it. it's good. But actually, let me show you Nancy, uh, Representative Nancy Mace here. Uh, a little bit more substance to it. She is more on the traditional, regular, Rhino type side of the aisle. She is a representative. Where is she from, by the way? I thought she was from. Uh, she is serving uh, South Carolina's low country there. South Carolina, Representative Nancy Mace. Representative Nancy Mace took two bada boom bada bings uh, from, and this is actually her whole one. Let me retweet this. Go to my Twitter. I want to bring out, I think she deserves her time here. She took both jabs. She is uh, jab injured. And she asks the Twitter executives, do you have a medical degree? <clears throat> Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The Twitter fires, files were not just about Hunter Biden's laptop. Twitter files make it apparent Twitter worked overtime to suppress accurate COVID information. Dr. Jay Bhattacharya is a professor of medicine at Stanford who once tweeted an article he wrote about natural immunity. Thanks to Elon Musk's release of the Twitter files, we learned some of his tweets were tagged with the label of trends blacklist. Apparently, the views of a Stanford doctor are disinformation to you people. I, along with many Americans, have long-term effects from COVID. Not only was I a long hauler, but I have effects from the vaccine. It wasn't the first shot, but it was the second shot that I now developed asthma that has never How's gone that? away since I had Real the quick. second shot. I think it's interesting that she had COVID long haulers and she's had two jabs. Yeah. Um, I have tremors in my left hand. And I have the occasional heart pain that no doctor can explain, and I've had a battery of tests. I find it extremely alarming Twitter's unfettered censorship spread into medical fields and affected millions of Americans by suppressing expert opinions from doctors and censoring those who disagree with the CDC. I have great regrets about getting the shot because of the health issues that I now have that I don't think are ever going to go away. And I know that I'm not the only American who has those kinds of concerns. Another example of what Twitter has done to censor folks is uh, from Dr. Martin Koldorf, a Harvard-educated epidemiologist who once tweeted, COVID vaccines are important for high-risk people and their caretakers. Those with prior natural infection do not need it, nor children. The Twitter files reveal this tweet was deemed false information because it ran contrary to the CDC. So my first question this morning of Ms. Gaddy, may I ask of you, where did you go to medical school? I did not go to medical school. I'm sorry? I did not go to medical school. That's what I thought. Why do you think you or anyone else at Twitter had the medical expertise to censor a doctor's expert opinion? Our policies regarding COVID were designed to protect individuals. We were seeing- You guys censored Harvard-educated doctors, Stanford-educated doctors, doctors that are educated in the best places in the world, and you silenced those voices. My next question is, did the U.S. government, oh, excuse me, I have another chart I want to show you, Ms. Gaddy. Um, I have another tweet by someone with a following of a full 18,000 followers. This person put a chart from the CDC on Twitter. It's the CDC's own data, so it's accurate by your standards, and you all labeled this as misleading. You're not a doctor, right, Ms. Gaddy? No, I'm not. Okay. What makes you think you or anyone else at Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual, accurate CDC data? I'm not familiar with these 
particular situation. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. But this is what Twitter did. They labeled this as inaccurate. It is the government's own data. It's ridiculous that we're even having to have this conversation today. It's not just about the laptop. This is about medical advice that expert doctors were trying to give Americans because social media companies like Twitter were silencing their voices. I have another question, my last one for you, Ms. Gaddy. Did the U.S. government ever contact you or anyone at Twitter to pressure Twitter to moderate or censor certain tweets? Yes or no? We have a program. Did the U.S. government ever contact you or anyone at Twitter to censor or moderate certain tweets? Yes or no? We receive legal demands to remove content from the platform from the U.S. government and governments all around the world. Those are published on a third-party website, and anyone can read Thank them. God for Matt Taibbi. Thank God for Elon Musk for allowing to show us in the world that Twitter was basically a subsidiary of the FBI, censoring real medical voices with real expertise that put real Americans' lives in danger because they didn't have that information. I also want to thank one of my colleagues, uh, Ro Khanna, because it, as it turns out, censorship isn't just an important issue to conservatives. Some of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, like Ro, uh, found this censorship very concerning um, and even wrote to you and to folks at Twitter. Um, that uh, he was concerned about the First Amendment being censored. So I want to thank him for speaking up and speaking out about this issue um, because this is not, this should not be a, a partisan issue. This should be an issue that's an American issue. Mr. Chairman, I would like to enter into uh, the record, I ask unanimous consent, to enter into the record a Wall Street Journal article from December 9th, 2022 by Justin Hart entitled The Twitter Back Blacklisting of Jay Bhattacharya enter the record, please, Mr. Chairman. Without objection, so ordered. Thank you, and I yield back. All right. So thank you, Nancy Mace, and I am sorry that you were injured, for sure. Uh, but I do have another uh, female here in Congress. She's new, Anna Paula Luna, and she's got another uh, smackdown here. Oi, we're exchanging communications on Jira, a private cloud server, with CISA, NASS, NAS. NASED and Alex Stamos, who now works at Stanford and is a former security of um, security officer at Facebook to remove a posting. Do you now remember communicating on a private cloud server to remove a posting? Yes or no? I wouldn't agree with the characterization. I don't care if you agree. This, Do you, this, is, this is your stuff. Yes or no, did you communicate with a private entity the government agency on a private cloud server, yes or no? The question was if I could. Yes or no? Yeah, through. I'm on time. Yes or no? Ma'am, I don't believe I can give you a yes or no. Well, I'm going to tell question. you right now that you did, and we have proof of it. This, ladies and gentlemen, is joint action between the federal government and a private company to censor and violate the First Amendment. This is also known, and I'm so glad that there's many attorneys on this panel, joint state actors. It's highly illegal. You are all engaged in this action, and I want you to know that you will be all held accountable. Ms. Gaddy, are you still on CISA's Cybersecurity Advisory Council? Yes or no? Yes, I am. Okay. For those who have said that this is a pointless hearing, and I just want to let you guys all know, we found that Twitter was indeed communicating with the federal government to censor Americans. I'd like to remind you that this was all in place before January 6th. So to say that these mechanisms weren't in place and to make it about January 6th, I want to let you know that you guys were actually in control of all of the content, and clearly we have proof of that. 
Now, if you don't think that this is important to your constituents and the American people from those saying that this was a pointless hearing, I suggest you find other jobs. Chairman, I yield my time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we have Representative Clay Higgins here dropping some uh, some some truth bombs warns Twitter employees that their depositions and arrests will be waiting them soon. Momentarily, but um, for the record, Mr. Baker, Ms. Gowdy, Mr. Roth, Mr. Nairoli, are you here under the advice of counsel and do you have counsel present? Yes, sir. That was a yes? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I do. Yes, I was subpoenaed. That's to good appear. to know. I'm glad you all have counsel present. Mr. Chairman, for the uh, for submission for the record, I'd like consent to submit the Twitter files dated uh, December the 8th, posted by the New York Post regarding the suppression of conservative commentators. I'd like that submitted. Without objection to order. Mr. Chairman, thank you. I'd like to also submit for the record a timeline of... Uh, Events with cited sources outlining strong evidence of the Biden family organized criminal actions would certainly indicate that we've crossed the threshold of reasonable suspicion. I like this timeline submitted for the record. Excuse me, Mr. Chairman. Uh, just where is that from? That timeline? Timeline in my hand, boss. I'll, uh, I'll get it to you shortly. Um, <laughs> the bottom line is the FBI had the Biden crime family laptop for a year. They knew it was leaking. They knew it would hurt the Biden campaign. So the FBI used its relationship with Twitter to suppress criminal evidence being revealed about Joe Biden one month before the 2020 elections. You, ladies and gentlemen, interfered with the United States of America 2020 presidential election, knowingly and willingly. That's the bad news. It's going to get worse because this is the investigation part. Later comes the arrest part. <laughs> attorneys are familiar Whoa. with that. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to spend five hours with these ladies and gentlemen during depositions surely yet to come. But for right now, I'll yield the balance of my time to my colleague, Mr. Jordan. I thank Jordan. the gentleman for yielding. I think he made the right point. <laughs> oh, I wish we had Jim Jordan speech there. I know, there. Was Jim Jordan there. <laughs> that was really good. Man, okay, so let's take some time to break this down, and, I, and Leah can look for Jim Jordan there. Um, again, going back to Miss Luna's comment of other people saying these are just useless hearings mm -hmm. we all ask that question i even asked that question like mm -hmm. what does this accomplish other than good sound bites that you and i are watching and intently listening to but the people that vote left and democrat are not listening mm -hmm. to this stuff right so yeah. and the mainstream media is not reporting on it so what good does it really have and i would say this number one and this is the most important when you speak a truth, when a lie is revealed in the public space, regardless of who reports on it, you are putting an action. There's a spiritual force and ramification that comes with it. But also, there are a lot of members of Congress who had to listen to these things, right, that didn't want to believe it. And now their constituents are going to be pressing them even harder. So this is not yeah. a useless thing. This is actually a very important hearing that's happening. And you can also see 
these people that are sitting there being questioned, whether it's um, Yoel Roth or this Miss Gaddy lady, I don't know the other two, um, they are quite stoic, but visibly uncomfortable. Nobody, they have committed crimes that they actually could go to, should go to jail for, and, and very well possibly could go to jail for. So there's a lot of fear on their part, which I think is a very healthy fear and uh, good for them and maybe even good for their souls. So I think that all around this is, uh, I, I don't see anything bad coming out of this. All right, so bring up my Twitter. You got and Jimmy? I've got Jimmy and, and several different uh, tweets got going on. Hang on, wait a minute. Let me refresh this here. So that was just Clay. Yeah, good, no. Oh, yeah. Refresh, it refresh the page. And you can just um, start at the various ones. So um, I think I did about five or six. All right. So here we have. I think the chair for yielding. Mr. Baker, you said you didn't talk with the FBI that day. Did you talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden laptop story prior to then or after that day? I, um, I'm trying to make sure I can answer this question consistent with the restrictions that I talked about in my opening. Simple statement. question. Did you yeah. talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden story? I do. To the best of my recollection, I did not talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden story uh, before that day. Did you talk to him after it? You said your, your, don't your, response is real, your response is real specific to the chairman. You said, I did not talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden laptop story that day. I assume that day is October 14th. I want to know if you talked to him on the 13th or before or if you talked to him on the 15th and after. I don't recall speaking to the FBI sitting here today. I don't recall speaking to the FBI at all about the Hunter Biden matter. Well, then why did you, answer, you answer it the way you did? I beg your pardon? Uh, I yield back. Okay, I think, okay, okay. That, I think that's F, um, Baker there. He used to be with the FBI. Now he was, he, uh, was talking yeah, to the FBI. Yeah, Mr. Baker, you said you didn't talk with the FBI. Was this, this okay. the same one you that was former FBI lawyer and Twitter deputy counsel Jim Baker dodges Jim Jordan's questions about whether he talked to the FBI about the New York Post story. All right, and then you can scroll down. Did the government tell you that the Hunter Biden laptop story was fake? And this is to y'all, Roth. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Roth, did the government tell you that the Biden laptop story was fake? No, sir, they did not. Did they tell you it was hacked? No, sir, they did not. On October 14, 2020, Twitter blocks the New York Post story on the Hunter Biden, uh, the, the New York Post story on Hunter Biden and suspends their account. The night before, FBI Special Agent Elvis Chan sends you an email. The email says this, heads up, I will be sending a teleporter link for you to download 10 documents. It's not spam. Please confirm receipt when you get it. Two minutes later, 6.24 p.m., you respond back, received and downloaded, thanks. What were those 10 documents? Twitter didn't give me access to my laptop, but Special Agent Chan has said publicly, and the FBI has confirmed that those documents did not relate to Hunter Biden, and that's my recollection of that. What did they relate to? My interactions with Agent Chan and with the FBI almost entirely focused on what the FBI called malign foreign interference, things like Russian troll farms and Iranian involvement in the elections, not on any type of domestic the Okay, scroll down, there's more. You that the Biden laptop story was fake. Okay, so we listened to that part. No, sir, so they did not. Put a story on Hunter Biden and suspends their account. The night before, and the FBI has confirmed that those documents did not relate to Hunter Biden, and that's my recollection of them. What did they relate to? My interactions with Agent Chan and with the FBI almost entirely focused on what the FBI called malign foreign interference, things like Russian troll farms and Iranian involvement in the elections, not on any type of domestic Is any of the information on there classified? 
No, sir, I do not hold a security clearance, and so I would not have received any classified information. Who does hold a security clearance? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to second email here. I'm just curious about this. Uh, what I propose is that 30 days out from the election, this is, a, this is another email to you from Mr. Chan. 30 days, get, we get uh, temporary clearances. You pick who they are. Who were the people at Twitter who had a security clearance? To be honest, sir, I'm not sure. And we never ultimately followed through on this plan to get temporary clearances. Did anyone at Twitter have a security clearance? It's my understanding that at least some current or former employees did hold clearances, but I wasn't certain about Ms. that. Ms. Gaddy, do you know if anyone took up Mr. Chan's offer to hand out security clearances 30 days before the 2020 election? Not that I'm aware. So we don't know how many people had security clearances. Twitter, do we know? Mr. Baker, Mr. Gaddy, Ms. Gaddy, anyone know how many people at Twitter had a security clearance in the 30 days prior to the election? I don't know the answer to that question, Ms. sir. Ms. Gaddy? I do not know. Mr. Roth, you don't know? No, sir. Well, how about the last one? Ms. Navaroli, do you know? No. I mean, yeah. it seemed like the offer was to sort of just hand them out like candy. I just wondered who had them. No one knows? Okay. Uh, did, so the FBI didn't tell you uh, that, the, that it was fake, didn't tell you that it was hacked. Uh, and, and Mr. Roth, did the, did the story violate your policies? In my judgment at the time, no, it did not. Yeah, that's what you said. Said what I would propose, uh, excuse me, you said it isn't clearly a violation of our hack materials policy, nor is it clearly a violation of anything else. So I think what a lot of people are wondering is if it didn't violate your policies and they didn't tell you it was fake, didn't tell you it was hacked, why'd you take it down? The company made a decision that found that it did violate the policy. It wasn't my personal judgment at the time that it did, but the decision was communicated to me by my direct supervisor, and ultimately, I didn't disagree with it enough to object. To you know, you know what, you know what I think happened, Mr. Roth. I think, I think you guys got played. I think you guys wanted to wanted to take it deep down. We saw what the chairman put up, where you said, you know, everyone in the White House is an, is a fascist. I think you guys wanted it to t be taken down. I think you meet with these guys every week. We know that's been established in the Twitter files. You had weekly meetings with Mr. Chan in the run-up to the election. They send you all kinds of emails. They send you documents on the super secret James Bond teleporter. You get information on that. I think you guys wanted to take it down. I think you guys got played by the FBI. And that's the scary part. Because we had 50, I mean, th this to me is the real takeaway. 51 former intelligence officials five days after you guys take down the Hunter Biden story and block the New York Post account. Five days later, 51 former Intel officials send a letter and they say, the Hunter Biden story has all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. The information operation was run on you guys. And then by extension, run on the American people. And that's the concern. And to Mr. Raskin's point that you guys aren't bound by the First Amendment because you're a private company. Okay, maybe so. But your, and your terms of service don't have to comply with the First Amendment. Would that be right, Mr. Roth? They don't have to. You've said that as much in your testimony. My understanding of the First Amendment is that it protects people and businesses from government, not understand forms how to what I'm in your terms of service. So here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Is this, is this a violation of the First Amendment when the government, Mr. Chan, again, sending you an email saying, we think these accounts need to be looked at because they violate your terms of service? That's a different standard. So you got the government saying your terms of service, which don't have to comply with the First Amendment, but the government saying we don't think these accounts comply with your terms of service. Please take them down. You see a problem there, Mr. Mr. Roth? Mr. Chairman, I'm seeing a flashing red light. I'm happy to answer the question. 
Um, do I think that that's a valuable use of the FBI's time? No, but I don't see in a request for review a problem under the First Amendment. No, I sure do. I, I, I thank the gentleman. I get back. <laughs> so good. Wow. That was really good by wow. Jim Wow. Are there any but more? Is that, no, I think okay. that's, that's all that we've got for, for now. I'm sure there'll be more clips coming out as the day goes on. But um, honestly, as much as I kind of really despise these people, it's the FBI's fault. Yeah. It It is the FBI. I think Jim Jordan's hit the FBI, nail on the head. You got played. Y'all got played. But that is more nefarious. So when I actually kind of feel bad for them taking, I don't exactly. I taking take this far. kind of questioning. Well, I guess the reason I, I, I feel that if the FBI weren't playing this game with them, there wouldn't be a game there to be played. If our government, the DOJ, the FBI, the CAA, were not already pulling all the strings at mm -hmm. YouTube, we saw what happened with Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg said, no, there was no interference in using Facebook, and the government has literally turned Facebook so upside down. Let's talk, let's dig deep into what you just proposed here, because this is really important for us as uh, those of us that have been talking about it, reporting on it, I just you're talking like about your friends Twitter and family. Guy, Thank like, you. What FBI this really boils down to, and we've known this from day one, why do we cover up the, um, the, the, the cameras on our cell phone? Why do we worry about what may be heard on, you know, or, or, or tracked in our text messages? Are we worried that YouTube or Facebook or Twitter no. or, or, or that they're getting a hold of this no. information? Mm -hmm. Ultimately... The spy and the eye yeah. in the sky is not just the Chinese balloon. No, it's our own FBI. This is our own government yeah. spying on American citizens, mm -hmm. influencing what the American citizens can or cannot see yeah. or say. Yeah. This is, and so, to Jim Jordan's point, mm -hmm. and even to Yoel Roth's point there, when the government is interfering that is when it's violating the First Amendment, right? So all of you that have said to Leah and I for six years solid, like six or seven years since censorship came up, since the start of Resistance Chicks, and we have decried censorship and said how wrong it is, and everybody comes out, even on the right, conservatives. Yeah, but it's First Amendment. It's These are private companies. They're allowed to say what they want to say and, and censor what they want to censor because they're their own companies. We can talk about the... Um, What's the rule with the telephone company and stuff? We can talk about that in a second. But number one, they are not censoring you because they don't want you to say it. They are censoring you because the government is telling them. Not that they have to, right? Because then they would know that they've crossed a line. But it's strong-arming. Yeah. Okay, the government is strong arming and not just strong arming, but like kind of you can see how they've been pulled into this sense of, hey, you're with us. We'll give you security clearances. You're on the government side now. You're you're well, you know what I mean? What if it were flipped? Let's put ourselves in uh, the shoes of, of let's say we're conservatives and we know the military's on our side and they're Trump supporters and they're telling us what to do. Yeah. Um that You're brought into the confidence. Exactly. So that should and would never happen, hopefully, right? Because conservatives and hopefully Republicans wouldn't do that. But, you know, by and large, and what I would 
say is that they wouldn't be true conservatives or Republicans, right? right? And that's what happens a lot in um, in in circles, Republican circles. They pretty much run like Democrat machines. But I just go back to the beginning. All the censorship started with Facebook censorship. It all started with Hillary Clinton saying that it was that she, being angry that she lost the 2016 election. Yeah, and she said, um, you know. All the stuff that we shared, we did share all kinds of anti-Hillary Clinton stuff all over Twitter, all over Facebook. Twitter wasn't a thing. I wasn't even on Twitter. Yeah. It was Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. And once the people were censored and shut down on Facebook, then they began to, to go to YouTube. Yeah. Well, then YouTube got censored. And then once those people got censored, then Twitter was the last kind of uh, baddest of free speech. And then they went to, to Twitter. Right. So the government has been censoring free speech. And unfortunately... Um, I think because it's like you can't, um, I don't know if you can't scratch the middle of your back or something, like Congress cannot get to the FBI. They can't get to the CIA. Right. So they're going, unfortunately, this is the way, and I know that this is not what you want to hear, they're going to the outlying fruits, mm -hmm. which is the Twitter executives and the Facebook executives. That's all they can do. Right. And they're, they're hammering them like pinatas. Nothing will happen because the only people that would bring them up on charges are the same people that told them to censor the information in the first place. Right. So then comes the power of God. But back to what I was searching for is Section 230. The immunity that online publishers get... Right. Right. From being held liable, let's say Sandy Hook or um, the Columbine shooting or something. These kids, they post something online and they come they go and they, they commit an act of violence. Mm -hmm. But it was they, they posted that they were going to do it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. It protects Twitter from being held liable. Somebody, you know, all, all of those kinds of things. I get that. And I actually believe in Section 230. Yeah. Here is the problem. When you go to what Section 230 actually says, no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as a what? Publisher. Or a what? Speaker. Of any information provided by another information content provider. So, if you are acting as a publisher mm. and saying, this is my website, so I get to control what is said on here, then you are then acting as a publisher. Mm. So what needs to happen in order, and this, guys, I need you on the conservative side. I think most of you have grabbed a hold of this finally after six years of us talking about this, but I really need you to hammer this home inside yourself. When it comes to online platforms, like YouTube, like Twitter, like Facebook, they are immune mm -hmm. under Section 230. So they themselves are relinquishing their status mm -hmm. as a publisher or a speaker of any information provided by another information content provider, okay? Mm-hmm. By then saying, but this is my platform and I get to control what is said on yeah. it. Okay, so so you all have every right to, to agree that they should be allowed to censor. Fine, I don't care. Let them censor all they want. They don't get to hold 230. Bottom line, they well, do not get to be protected yeah. under Section 220. So I don't believe in repealing Section 230, by the way. Mm -hmm. I believe in pulling the holding of Section 230 by anyone like Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, mm -hmm. who then chooses to say we are a publisher by censoring people's content. That's the answer to this, by the way. Yeah. 
All right. So um, we can do one more story and then we can go. We'll do one more story, which is kind of a big one that that huge. hasn't been covered this yet. Is huge. Um, it's actually really huge, and I know that we will. Co- we are going to cover Turkey, um, probably at our news, uh, our world news show. Uh, the Turkey earthquake happened once the dust settles. There's um, no pun intended there, but yeah, once the literal yeah, the dust has so settled, they're still trying to save people. We really, I want to make that part of the world news show on next Sunday, and the the earthquake actually happened like. Right, right after our world news show mm-hmm, on Sunday. Yeah. So uh, pray for the people in Turkey. Um, it's one of the worst uh, natural disasters um, there. There, It is on a fault line, so they have had lots of earthquakes. Mm-hmm. I'm retweeting a few videos here. Um, if you guys don't know, there was a train that derailed. And I don't know. In how, Ohio. In Ohio. And it had, ha- it had hazardous materials. and I think it's called vinyl chloride. Yes, vinyl chloride. I'm going to tweet out a bunch of pictures and and just some um, video here. Now, let me actually see if I can't come up with. Um, Do you have the video, the video that I shared on Signal? No. Okay, because I can probably send that to you if you can. Um, How would I bring it up? Bring it up. Let's see. I will send it to you on Facebook. Can you pull it up from there? If I send it to you on Facebook, but how would I like? How do you mean tweet it out? And like, then how you would tweet you it, it out. It's a tweet. It's a tweet. Yeah. Okay. So then that. you'll retweet it if I send it to you on uh, Facebook. So and so there. So this train was derailed. There's five mm-hmm. cars, and what you're about to hear is ju- they're they're saying, well, it all burned up, so it's not a big deal. It's all gone. Right. Yeah, let's well, let's get to the um, we'll get to the conspiracy part. Well, let me of it uh, let me play some pictures after, here after we get to what actually happened. Right, and I've got pictures and video that you guys can watch. Again, the podcasters aren't going to get to see it, but what bring you're... up a YouTube first is kind of give them an idea of what happened. Okay. Um, I, I played it. I played a YouTube just to kind of give us a news report. Okay. To give you an idea that how devastating. This this is and an, the toxic threat here. Ugh. Tonight, here we go. Now oh, we got it. It again. Is there a conspiracy behind it? I don't know, but it's it's bad. Mm-hmm. Tonight, a toxic threat looming over this eastern Ohio community just outside Pittsburgh. The volatile and dangerous scene forcing first responders and investigators to stay back as they try to determine how this happened and why. We have attained two videos which show preliminary indications of mechanical issues on one of the rail car axles. Some 2,000 residents ordered to evacuate, and tonight, sheriff's deputies are still going door to door, urging residents to get out. I can't stress enough that if you are in the evacuation zone, you need to leave. NTSB investigators now say 20 train cars were carrying hazardous materials, 10 of which derailed, though they aren't sure which cars, if any, have been compromised. I saw this big, huge flame. A police car came up and said, evacuate, evacuate, evacuate. The massive fire still smoldering as fears grow around dangerous chemicals that were on board. The NTSB says five of the cars that derailed were carrying vinyl chloride, which is associated with an increased risk of certain cancers. Officials say air quality and the water supply, which are being monitored, remain safe. 
but the Ohio EPA says some material entered local waterways before containment measures were in place. We are not aware of any elevated readings that would we would anticipate to have impact. Don't humanity. trust them. I'm not Tonight, trusting you. The state of emergency is still in effect. And you can't boil it out. businesses and schools to remain you closed. We are still not conducting any on-scene operations. It's still too volatile of an they, area. They can't, they can't even get in, but the water's NBC fine. News. All right, there's another video. Thanks for watching our YouTube oh, channel. Follow Mr. Tanker fail. Much for joining us. I'm Amy Stuggerwald. Right now, the Ohio National Guard is heading to the site of the overturned train, which is located about 20 miles outside of Youngstown. Everyone within a mile of that site is being asked to evacuate immediately. Officials say tonight's sudden temperature change has the potential to cause a, quote, catastrophic tanker failure. If there is another explosion, they say the shrapnel could be deadly. Now, while many families have already evacuated, officials say more she, than 500 people have yet to leave their homes. Sia New Yorker from WOIO explains some of the challenges evacuees are facing. Nepalet says he's never seen anything like what he witnessed Friday night in East Palestine after a train derailed, causing a massive explosion and fire. Whenever we drove up to it, it was like, you know, almost like you were watching a movie. I mean, it was, it was awe-inspiring. We were frozen. 50 cars were involved in that accident, and authorities say at least 20 of those cars we're carrying hazardous chemicals. As soon as we got into town, like not with the windows up and everything, you could like smell it and taste it. And I, I had a headache. I kept saying to my wife, I'm like, this is, it smells like if you're, if you're painting something, like spray paint and you're doing it inside and you don't, you don't open a window. Velez says the magnitude caused him, his family and his relatives to evacuate, leaving Good. everything behind including three households and his business, Velez Engines. I was literally almost crying. I was crying at my house because I didn't want to leave. Velez tells me they're hunkering down at an Airbnb at that in the next stuff. town like, over. What is that? And it's costing them a fortune. Everywhere. It's not, white. Is that just people, ash, maybe? But I, could you imagine being in this situation with three families trying to find a place to stay and literally buy everything you need as you go? On top of that, if you are like me, because my house is on one side of the tracks and my business is on the other side. So my livelihood and my home are blocked. Mayor Trent Conaway says the town is still evacuated as crews and investigators remain on standby, which Velez tells me is frustrating. He wants answers about when they'll be able to come back home to a cleaned up and I don't blame them. I'm, I'm actually going to play one more video, which is a little bit more recent from today as an update. Well, this is quite a crazy story. It definitely is. Thousands of residents along the Ohio-Pennsylvania border are waiting to return home. Maybe some of them won't want to uh, because there's been a massive uh, controlled chemical release from a train wreck in that area. The fiery train derailment occurred in East Palestine, Ohio on Friday. <laughs> Okay. Don't worry. He's not trying like to get the conspiracy theory people all riled up or anything. I think they mean it's under control. I don't think he meant to be like this is a control. This was a controlled release. chemical release. Um, oops, that's going to get played everywhere. 
some of the freight cars were carrying hazardous materials. Control. And this is where it all gets really tenuous. On it's Tuesday, employees began point? releasing and burning some toxic chemicals in hopes of avoiding an explosion. Mass evacuations were ordered for residents in the area. Officials are monitoring the wreckage as concerns any time. That's not control. Impact of the crash. That's not the definition of control. That's definition not control. But was the wreck a controlled wreck? That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm saying. Senior Strategic Director of Health for the National for the Natural Resources Defense Council, Eric. Welcome. You know, Errol and I were both just saying that. Uh, that if we were one of the people in this mandatory evacuation zone, we would feel really hesitant about ever potentially moving our, our families, our children back into this area. Is that a valid concern for them to have, given what has happened there? Well, we know the immediate risk is breathing this stuff in. You've seen the pictures of these enormous clouds of toxic chemicals and the fires certainly are the immediate threat and breathing these toxic chemicals. But some of them can get into the groundwater um, if they spill as liquids. Some of them can also stick around for a while. So you want to make sure thing. that we right clean that up and that people are not going to be exposed over the long term. Shouldn't they if put I it were out? living nearby, I would like be asking water? tough what questions about like what we know about the long-term consequences of this massive spill. Well, Eric, help us dive into that very topic, because if residents are going to ask questions and they'll say, oh, is it safe? We've already seen issues in some cities where the drinking water isn't safe, hasn't been safe for years, but cities are so strapped that they can't address the replacements necessary. Um, this is the type of stuff used to make PVC. I mean, these are very serious chemicals. How long, worst case scenario, could they be in the groundwater and could they contaminate um, the area? Well, one of the chemicals that um, is involved is vinyl chloride, which as you say, is used to make PVC, a kind of plastic. And a lot of that can vaporize, it can uh, blow off, but if it gets into the ground, it can uh, dissolve in the water and it can stick around in the dissolve groundwater for a while. So that's really one of the things I'd be worried about. A while. I'd like to know what Stick other chemicals may while. have been released. And frankly, sometimes even the chemicals that they use to put out the fire can be dangerous. So mm. you want to really make sure that you've checked that water and that the water is not contaminated, the soil isn't contaminated. Check it? And if it is, it needs to be cleaned up. What happens for up? residents then who don't feel safe? Who is responsible for... Um, checking all of these things for if it isn't safe for finding them other homes to live. Yeah. Is this going to be something that ultimately the federal government needs to step in on? Well, literally, this in? is a hot mess, right? I mean, you've got it's a, a serious mess. situation. Literally. You really need the federal government's resources and expertise to come in. Um, the Federal Environmental Protection Agency, or EPA, has a role. In many How cases, the state also the plays a very important role. It but honestly, like, it don't really ought to be the polluter that pays for the cleanup and to make sure that the water is safe. All right, I'm done. Okay. I have to have house insurance in case some bad guy tries to break into my home. But you don't have to have insurance in, when you're transporting toxic chemicals in case they derail. This is the issue that I have. Oh, not my fault. Not my fault. And oh, the federal government, the taxpayers, other people are responsible for this. Patriot Gallery, I know, is going to have something to say about this. But this, my friends, 
this this is a, a a product that is or a chemical that's used in the making of PVC. Now, I'm a plumber. I'm not a professional plumber, but I we do a lot of plumbing around our house. I've done a lot of plumbing. I get it. I love PVC. Don't get me wrong. But at what point does this turn into like satanic, demonic, you know, alchemy? Because if if tr if this kind of spill can have this kind of ramification, then we shouldn't be using. Then this we kind of shouldn't stuff. be doing it. Like we've we've existed for a minimum of six thousand years without PVC. Without PVC. So do we need to be playing God, which I count as witchcraft? Witches are the ones that used to be combining all of these elements to create boom, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just I question. How well, greedy we are to say we can play God. This is kind of a Tower Jack of Babel Parsons. type moment. Couldn't remember his name. This goes to Jack Parsons, who uh, was a fan of Satanist Aliester Crowley. Right. And he actually tried to get his girlfriend and a friend of his to recreate this hymn to Pan, which is the God Pan, which is Satan. And um, he said that Satan, or his God Light of Light was Satan, Gave him the formula for rocket fuel. He worked yeah. at NASA. Yeah. This guy, Jack Parsons. God did not. I'm telling you all something. Now, we are, when, we are when our mom comes out and she's like, I, you know, against automobiles and going back to horses and buggies, y'all can stop watching Resistance Chicks if this offends you. I don't care. Like, I would miss you and I, and I don't want you to leave. But straight up, I don't have the answer for how we go back to it. Yeah. I'm getting there. I pray for it. But the very minimum, I have to be able to say, yeah. God did not intend us to fly in airplanes or operate motor vehicles. Well, Everybody thinks that these technology technological advances are totally God. Yes, technology throughout history, the wheel, the printing press, these things we can see very clearly have had no ramifications against humankind whatsoever. Seen. But when you see wait, wait, that it wait. has destruction to it. I haven't seen the printing press just go crazy and kill like, a million people, like like a, a nuclear bomb can, a nu nuclear bomb, right? Exactly. Or 40,000 a year in car accidents. Is it only 40,000 because it feels like a lot more? Well, and this goes back to... What is the fruit? You judge something by the fruit. And, and I don't know if we played this on our show. Did we, did we play the clip of Rockefeller and how his family came up with um, fuel for cars? And what's interesting... I think we did. We did a whole episode on it. It was Prohibition. Did we do a whole episode? I don't know. Let if we me did. look at resistancechicks.com. We need to, if if not. I okay. don't think we did. We didn't. We, we didn't. Did. I just listened to it. I did Are not do an episode on this. No, no, oh, I no. Could, I could have sworn. We did not. Hang on. So, actually, cars were going to run on alcohol. Right. I know. And we then this. Rockefeller had, um, they were using their gasoline for like, kerosene for oil lamps or something mm -hmm. but it was getting to where people didn't need it anymore and they were going their business was going to go under and so prohibition literally came about the rockefellers helped push prohibition to stop alcohol and the creation of alcohol so that they would have a corner on the market right for if we did not do a show on this we need to because i could have sworn that we did a show on it. Are you telling me we only watched it and we yep. didn't play any clips? No clips. No cl I I know I would have put it I would have put together a bigger show. So what you're looking at is a another deep dive resistance chicks expose. 
that's going to be coming soon. Rockefeller and gasoline. Yeah, that'd be a good one. So my point is there are there are lines that get crossed in alchemy, in science. That turn that into we the should not and, and the destruction of human life. And let me, do you guys that, that are watching right now, you all know about CERN, right? Mm. And the God particle. And should you and, and should and, you do it? and many of you would say, well, no, you shouldn't do that. That I mean, that could destroy all mankind, right? Of course, that's awful. But why would you say you shouldn't do that? But it's okay to do all of these other things I that kill people. The movie on creating um, the um, element for the nuclear bomb. What was that? Oh, radium? yeah, 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 yeah. Is it radium? It is radium. So radium and which created radioactive material and then, but also radiation mm -hmm. for cancer, which tends to actually make cancer worse usually I know. Actually and the x-rays. Yeah. So that was probably one of the most disturbing movies I'd seen. I don't recommend you see it because there are some weird nude scenes that don't need to be in there. It was like a, it was almost like a little PBS documentary and then like a nude scene. Very stupid. <laughs> it was right? really stupid. But, um, it was, it's Mary Curie. Mm -hmm. And her husband, and the fact that they both like died of radiation poisoning, mm -hmm. and he really died. Like, she was sleeping, she was with, sleeping it with it because it glowed. And they just thought this was this great thing. They were atheists. Mm -hmm. They didn't believe in God. They were adamant atheists who pretty much hated the the idea of God. Yeah. And um, there the 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 movie does show the the you know bombing of Hiroshima, the bombing of Nagasaki. This is what these these crazed scientists in their labs created a weapon that right. could a a, ma a weapon of Let mass me ask you this, destruction. Leah. We know how many um, lives have been changed, and I could say saved very clearly with the invention of the X-ray. Right, there have been lives that have been saved and improved, and all of that because of the X-ray machine. I will go with you on that. But the offset, the cost, the amount of death that has resulted from this yeah. outweighs the benefits. It's like the, the devil saying, you need me, rather exactly. than us needing God. Bingo. And it's created a complacent church where we don't have to lay hands on the sick. We don't have to up our game because science and and the medical profession can do it. All right. Well, let's uh, we'll we'll play this. Go ahead and bring up Twitter and play the uh, the conspiracy theorist guy on this train derailment. All right. Nope. Let me refresh here. So this goes back to the actual plume, which we kind of broke down pretty much, but we'll still watch this guy because he does a good job. Mm -hmm. Of, of breaking it down. Getting a lot of coverage, and the coverage that it has been getting hasn't been very good, so let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine's about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town, and this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. Of the cars that crashed, five of them contained vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. Some of the reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride, the polymer made out of vinyl chloride. Now the reason that this distinction is really important is vinyl chloride is very hazardous and very flammable. Polyvinyl chloride is a plastic that's used in like everything. 
The other thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at eight degrees Fahrenheit. So it shipped in its liquid form. Meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. So vinyl chloride- It starts to boil at spewing eight degrees. So the only safe way to ship it is below eight degrees. So as soon as it hits the outside air above eight degrees, boil, boil, boil. Chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight hour shift as a one PPM part per million average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey, where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. It's like five times Let's the call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars. There's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere, and that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now, ever since engineering school, I've studied a lot of industrial accidents. I just find it really fascinating. And organizations like the Chemical Safety Board, NTSB, and OSHA all have like really good reports available to the public. I think as a designer, it's really good to learn about mistakes. When looking at these kinds of industrial disasters across time, there are a couple things that are pretty universal across all of them. One, the responsible party in this case, Norfolk Southern Railway, always plays down the reality of the situation. Politicians also just repeat the same lines, and then news outlets just repeat the same. So all we're hearing is the responsible party's word. Boom. Yeah, so Whoa. I don't know if I trust it. They're saying that as soon as the air clears, it'd be fine. Be Just move on back home. Um, do you want to end with this? Oh I, dear God, do you want to? Okay, we so haven't even last watched it. Yet. We don't even know what it says. Last, I, I think they're going to show it. Oh dear. So last night, um, let's see if they uh, see if Tucker's going to show it. Um, if you guys were not aware, we had a fantastic. Where's my popcorn? We had a fantastic time streaming live yeah. the Joe Biden State of the Union address. Now, some people have taken my um, Facebook post of this incorrectly. So let me read to you what I said today about this. Or it was late last night as I was going to bed. In case you missed it. No, I guess it was this morning. Last night's State of the Union speech was the best speech Biden has ever given. Why? Because it was the great value knockoff of an America First speech. All of his key points, securing the border, the fentanyl crisis, prescription drug prices, inflation, national debt, supporting our troops, China, bringing jobs back to America, and even attacking big pharma, etc., were all aimed at appealing to conservatives. He only briefly hit on Roe, uh, the climate crisis, which he said was going to be fixed by his economic plan, facepalm, and the LGBTQ 
LGBT plus plus plus. Why? Because those things aren't important to the everyday American. Frankly, I was quite pleased with Joe Biden's speech last night because he got the left to stand up and clap for the things they never would and the average leaning, a left-leaning American to be enthusiastic about America first policies without realizing it. Don't get me wrong, there were still a lot of awkward moments from last night, like when Joe went off script and angrily yelled while praising Xi Jinping, or when after the Republican side of the aisle heckled him for saying they wanted to sunset Medicare. It's okay, I love conversion. Not sure what that was about, but the most awkward part about the entire night was the kiss shared between the first lady and second gentleman, aka Kamala's husband. Um, what exactly is going on here? So we'll get to that in a second. But my post praising Joe Biden in the speech, with, some people thought I was, I, was, I was being serious. Uh, I actually really was quite pleased with the speech. It was great for all those reasons. That doesn't mean even Britt Boz was like, Michelle, don't be swayed. Guys, come on. Okay, so Leah, let's go ahead and play this uh, clip by Tucker. I can't. So this, uh, last night, there was a, a, a very just not this intense grief but the moment was we between the first lady jill jill biden and yeah. the second gentleman second gentleman second man so if you didn't know kamala's kamala harris is married to a white guy racist okay all aoc dates a white guy yep okay they all are with white guys and they shared this very impassioned kiss on the lips that it wasn't impassioned okay. it was just locked and loaded it was like a hey this is we a do this we all are the in, time. Thank you. Exactly. This was a we do this all the time kiss on the lips. Does Joe Biden kiss Kamala on lips like that? That's what I want to know. Never see it. But the moment was, we will confess, at times pretty amusing. At one point, the eminent TV <laughs> doctor, Dr. Jill, who really ought to have her own show on Bravo, dispensing sassy and empowering medical advice, walked over to Kamala Harris's husband, Doug Enhoff. And kissed him deeply, square in the mouth, without a mask. Something that never, ever happens at his house. What was that about? There was an unmistakable 1970s suburban Connecticut key party vibe to it. Kind of a John Sheever story, old school stuff. Except they let bystanders film the whole thing. So clearly these people are exhibitionists too. Not tea. There's a lot going on behind the scenes in the Biden administration. A lot of which we don't want to know more about. But where do these people find the time for hijinks? Dr. Jill, for example, is extremely, extremely busy, way busier than you are. According to her husband, Dr. Jill is working day and night to drag this country out of its medieval ignorance. And that's not an easy task. Watch. Jill, my wife, who teaches full time, has an expression. I hope I get it right, kid. Any nation that out educates it's us is going to outcompete us. Wait, I'm going to pause that real quick. He's kind of looking at her with some sparkly eyes. Like they have they have a very nice rapport. Oh. I'm, has an expression. I hope I get it right, kid. Any nation that out educates us is gonna outcompete us. That's a us. relationship look. Wait, wait a second. Dr. Jill is teaching, quote, full time? How many hours a week is full time? And where is this happening? What school or university or madrasa is she teaching at? What is she teaching? Can we sign up for her class? How come we didn't know any of this until last night? Any nation that out-educates us is going to out-compete us, says Dr. Jill, and that's a fair point. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Bravo, Dr. Jill, bravo! The question is, how shall we as a nation respond to Dr. Jill's clarion call for action? Obviously, you need to shut down the schools for an entire year because unionized teachers feel like longer vacations, and then get rid of all standardized tests because racism. That's the solution. 
It turns out that Dr. Jill, who, like an awful lot of community college geniuses from Delaware who've received advanced degrees in, quote, education, she has an awful lot of good ideas. We had to listen to her more. Unfortunately, we don't often get the chance because she's always teaching. So that really was the highlight of the evening, Dr. Jill making out with the vice president's husband and then <laughs> Joe Biden bragging about a job she doesn't actually have. Pretty hard not to find that funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bragging about a job she doesn't have. Oh. Well, that's part of the course for Joe. I know. Because he was a professor at the University of Pennsylvania, but he never taught a class. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, he paid, got paid a million dollars for it. Wow. I want to be a teacher. <laughs> For me, kind of teacher. Yeah. But as Joe said last night, we are going to raise teacher salaries. Well, I mean, his wife, his wife needs education a raise. that yeah. they're doing. I mean, it's I know they're not being paid. That enough. was so. If y'all didn't see the kiss, and I'm not playing the video, that picture is enough. It's it enough. was like it, you don't approach and kiss people like that randomly. That is a regular occurrence yeah. that happens between them. They weren't thinking. Okay, their natural impulse was just taking its course. Okay, now I don't even know that Joe Biden cares. Joe probably doesn't care. Well, he probably he probably kisses that. He would probably kisses. love to kiss everybody on the lips like that he if Joe if it, it was up to Joe. Well, he didn't. He does though. He remember he awkwardly kissed it. I don't know if you saw it. His his he awkwardly kisses all of his grandchildren on the lips. Mm, mm, mm. And so I'm sure that Joe taught Jill, this is what we do, and Jill does this with other people. All right, let me read a couple of comments here. Um, controlled relief, check, says John Bruno on Rumble. Um, yet your home water pipes are perfectly safe, he says. Um, it takes more than bioengineered soy boys to create soy boy, soy to create soy boys. All these scientific advancements are killing us by design, well said. Who told us PVC was safe? Oh, the government. <laughs> um, sulfuric acid plus nitric acid equals hydraulic, hydrochloric, hydrochloric acid. Uh, he also says, Dr. Alice Cooper, Brandon, Jack says he was acting boyish with that look. Exactly. He was acting the, the second husband or second gentleman, excuse me. Yeah, the, the second time, the only time, but it's very interesting. We've never seen, or the, maybe the second, I don't husband. think we've ever seen like a camera pan on. On Joe, uh, on uh, Kamala Harris kissing her husband, except for that one mask kiss where he's, she's like, I'll kiss you in my mask. Really weird. I'm going to tell you something. I said this last night when we saw it. Again, families that kiss on the lips like that are weird. Don't do friends it. Don't do are, it. are, that, it's an abomination for friends. Families that do it weird, friends, an abomination. You do not kiss friends on the lips. You don't do that. You don't do it. It's not done. Not not be done. Okay, now the, like the whole like weird. All like, creepy European, says Garfin on Rumble. You know, you oh, know, no. side kissy thing. Like no one would have said anything, right? But that was a smacker. That smacking, smacking, smacking. All right, William says lizards look at each other like that. Question mark. Just very funny. Stacy, now bringing it back to God here. God is calling us back to His ancient paths. Jeremiah six sixteen. Yes, Ask for thank the you, Stacy. Ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your soul. Now, speaking of Stacy, we're going to see Stacy. Are you ready for this? Oh, well, that worked. We're going to see Stacy at the old. Let me see if it's playing something. Oh, wait. Come back. Come back. Let me rewind it. It was a video. There we go. Old school survival boot camp. I want you guys to come. 
May 12th through the 14th. We're going to be in Hocking Hills, Ohio, 140 classes on survivalism, prepping, bushcrafting. Help me out. There's a couple more here. You know, ham radio. Y'all know it. So go to oldschoolsurvivalbootcamp.com or resistancechicks.com and you can click on the banner in the upper right-hand corner there. Use promo code resistancechicks and you'll save $12 off of your three-day pass. Here's the thing. If you guys are praying or thinking about coming to the Old School Survival Bootcamp, oops, hang on, wait, I wanted to pause that. Pause in the middle because I want y'all to see it. You want to get your tickets now and here's why. Because at the end of every month, the ticket bucks. price goes up $10. Mm-hmm. So if you can, go ahead and mm-hmm. get your tickets now and use promo code RESISTANCECHICK, save $12. So that doesn't, we don't get a kickback on any of this. We literally just want to see you there. Um, however, what I do want to emphasize on tonight's show is, again, that my pillow 2.0 pillow. Mm-hmm. So go to MyPillow.com, even if you already have a MyPillow, pass that one down to your kids, right? Get yourself, I know that sounds really selfish, okay, get your kids the new pillow. But seriously, this new pillow is a, a kind of a different, it's, it is the MyPillow on steroids. Yeah. I want to get one. I want to get a new MyPillow. Right now they are buy one, get one free. So they're brand new, they're climate, whatever, I don't even know what that means. But temperature it's, cold, t- so like temperature controlled. Cold. Yeah. And they have a new outward cover that's supposed to be super uber soft. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code RC, and you'll get all the discounts that are there, right? You can't get the discount without a promo code. So support Mike Lindell. He's doing amazing work there. Um, It's Wednesday. I want to, before we're going to say goodbye, we are going to say goodbye. I know Leah's ready to go. I want to let you guys in on a sneak something. Okay. Okay. This just happened today. Mm Mm-hmm. Officially, like yeah. official, official sneak peek. Yes, William, I am aware that each of those dollars are going to be worth nothing soon. 100%. Go buy gold and silver. I don't, we don't have a gold and silver yeah, but when affiliate. But don't you want to have a, uh, just a good night's sleep when it happens? Exactly. The a best nice night's pillow. sleep in the whole wide world. Okay. No, the sneak peek is this. Leah and I have been talking for, for like a month or two about doing... A Wednesday show that is going to transform your life and change everything that you thought you knew about Jesus coming back. It's called, we call it the Revelation Red Pill. We did the Revelation Red Pill Academy, but we're going to go even deeper. Now, I don't know if any of you guys know of Johnny Enlow, who does the Elijah streams. He has come out of the closet as what we would call a revelation red pill mm-hmm. master. Yes. And he is saying that now is the time that those of us that are sitting on this red pill, y'all know what it's like to sit on a red pill. You got your neighbors. They don't want to listen to you. They don't want to hear it. La 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 fingers in the ears. We have that message for the body of Christ. And we are among several other people that are sitting on this message because you've been falsely spoon fed this idea that everything has to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And then Jesus comes back, boom. And it literally is a nefarious lie that started 150 years ago. And it has infiltrated every aspect of the church as we know it. 
and we have facts and we have information that are going to blow your mind and not just that, but empower you. We are on the cusp of one of the greatest revivals that the body of Christ and the kingdom of God has ever seen. And what Johnny got in his prophecy, which is the exact same word that you and I have been getting, is that it is going to come through the rapid fire spreading of this message. And you know what? I really truly believe a lot of people already have it. And why don't you just bring it up for people can see and, and we're, we're going to discuss this um, this particular rumble uh, video in a while, uh, soon. Um, I'm glad it's had so many views. I think it's at um, how many views? Does it say how many views this video's had? Uh, 184,000 views. Just from two days ago. Um, and over a thousand comments. And this is what I, I'm, I'm reading some of these comments. Genetically modified spiritual food that waiting for the rapture and the second coming has ruined so many people raised in the church. Come on. Believing we were going to go poof at any moment. I know so many who haven't planned for the future because they don't, they didn't believe there was going to be one expecting a quote rescue mission, mainly because of that one thing you mentioned, this generation shall not pass before he comes. That made us totally inert. Our parents just sat on their hands, folding, folded, sitting in their pews and allowed the government to take over schools and our children. Boom. Ah, oh, I'm so excited about this. Guys, I'm telling you. You are going to have your mind blown on our Revelation Red Pill Wednesdays. And I can all but guarantee you, we are going to get Johnny Enlow on our show. We're going to have a lot of special guests Somebody on says, our show. wow, this is exactly what God has been working on in me. Stand, even if you stand alone, be confident in what God uh, said. Do not waver. Come on, be uh, set apart. So this message requires a lot of restudying the prophecies with an open mind to the fact that we were taught what we were taught for many years Come maybe on, in error. Preach. Or maybe not. I don't want to assume what I believed is right, and I don't want to buy into any teaching without studying it. I'll be a Berean. Says, this message resonates with me. For three years now, I have been saying the wicked are being raptured, removed from this earth, and God's children will rule and reign with Jesus on a beautiful new earth. The government is on his shoulders. Woo! We are to love him with all our hearts and serve others. This is a bumpy ride, but we will be seated in high places. Um, so I, I truly believe that um, somebody says, I believe I receive. The Lord has already come to lift up the lowly. The Lord has already died to make men free. Our chains have been broken Come by on. him only. But Preach our blindness it. has kept us back from the victory. Mm. Our path in life has been distorted. Our vision's been unclear. We have not understood our strength united. We have stumbled, not letting him near. Come we have been taught preach. the ways of Canaan's uh, past, disguised as righteous rules. All garbed in ro robes of pomp and circumstances. All knowingly we become a den of fools. But today I rejoice in freedom. So the sneak peek is that, guys, you're going to be tuning in with us from now on for a while, for a good portion of the year. And, and, and this is going to turn into, this is a prophetic word that not just Leah and I have gotten, Johnny Enlow has now gotten it, and countless other people, is going to turn into the greatest revival known to mankind. Okay? And it's going to start with people getting set free from the false end time theology that has infiltrated the church in the last 150 years that has this give up mindset. And this is what I said to our friends today, Corey Gray, who wrote um, the book Born Again as Kings. We're going to be promoting that a lot. We, don't, we will not get any kickback from that. We just are going to, we want you guys to read it. Um, we were telling them today, this message we've all been kind of sitting on and waiting. 
waiting for the time when, when everyone was ready. And I said, the patriots that watch our show, that are in this movement, are very confused by this bipolar Christian message. And we're about to set you free from this confusion because you guys do not give up. You are fighters and you believe in victory. So you, I know you're ready I'm for this. I'm going to more comments because this is making me happy to know that we're, it's not like, oh my gosh, no, you got it wrong. At last, someone with enough proper exegesis, which is being able to study the scripture in context and prophetic understanding with a public platform to clearly articulate the correct end times eschatological fulfillment that occurred in the first century. Just as Jesus, the apostles, the Old Testament prophets laid out, just as many Jews misunderstood the manner in which the Messiah was to come, many today have misunderstood the entire end times framework of scripture. <laughs> Instead, to believe traditions of men, Darby, Schofield, etc., fostered an escape mentality via a rapture and a world going to hell, the scriptures foretell an expanding kingdom that is destined to impact all areas of society as earth mirrors heaven to a degree many haven't imagined. Glory days, not gloomy days. Now, before days. you get to the next one, John says, and John is our friend who came to Plymouth, and I love him so much. The veil has been lifted since March of 2020, never going back. We are awake never ever going back amen finally someone sees where we are oh thank you lord for confirmation and teaching on what has been revealed to me in part johnny and steve this is so important i will state my revelation and that those with the governmental anointing and discernment are those who see for this time those unwilling to bear the cross of government and have abdicated responsibilities to, to subdue and take dominion and they are unrolling their rapture rugs instead of seeing what must be first these are as yet unfulfilled the wheats and the tares uh, there's a bunch that they think i I actually, we can show you how the wheats and the tares have actually happened um, because he was actually now, talking about taking the Jews. And we're going to break all of your questions down in these coming Wednesdays. I can't promise that it'll start next Wednesday, although we should start next Wednesday. I've been telling Leah we have to do this. So I want to say tentatively. Somebody says, thank you. It should My start dad next Wednesday. back in the 60s. I'm, I'm so happy to hear again. it taught again. So let's, let's, Leah, I think we should announce here tonight on Resistance Chicks. Next Wednesday. We can make this happen by next Wednesday. Okay? Revelation Red Pill Wednesdays. You guys are going to be here. We'll we'll set on a settled time, I'm probably 730. I'm seeing nine out of ten comments. No. I'm even Ten more, out of ten comments? Almost. It's, Thank uh, God I'm no. not crazy, someone says. Oh yeah. man, I love it. I, this I heard the Lord say to listen to this particular program or episode over, over and, and over, over again. again. The Lord is literally deprogramming us from these teachings. Mm. Uh, so now there is a negative comment no, there. There's several. Which, which I'm but so we're going to for Johnny telling the truth and Steve allowing him to do so. We have a bright future ahead. The false theory of the rapture and dispensationalism have deceived the ecclesia, Come so on. we have not progressed in his kingdom. The enemy has deceived the church. The rapture theory only came about in 1860. Until then, every believer from Charles Spurgeon back believed that Revelation in Matthew 23, 24, and 25 and Daniel 70 week had already taken place. Our founding fathers in the U.S. understood this. That's why they had the desire to increase Christ's kingdom and understood that the increase of his government and his peace, shall, there shall be no end. Amen. Wow. So, so guys, one person on this comment says, I'm having trouble following this. I'm finding this hard to follow. You're going to have to set aside from now on, from every Wednesday, from now on, you're going to have to set aside everything that you thought that you knew. And I mean, strong Christians who have been studying the end times for years, all of you are going to have to set aside 
everything that you thought that you knew and re-listen like wiping a computer clean, okay? Because everything that you've been taught is a twisting of scriptures and we are going to blow your mind. So this is, Lee and I have been praying for clarity of vision. What does God want for us to be doing as resistance chicks in 2023? Been praying very, very hard about that, especially the past couple of days. And today but it this hit This is hard because- This I'm, is the time. When you're going back and you're seeing these, these comments, it is literally, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, or I love it, I love it, I love it. There's only, it is, there's no like middle ground because, because those it's a religion. who are, no, there was somebody that came on and said, no, this is resonating with my it, spirit. I'm willing but to But it's listen. resonating with their spirit. Right. Those who are stuck in the end time theology, it is as if you're telling them there is no Jesus Christ. When the very opposite is true, we're telling you the true gospel of the Jesus, of Jesus Christ. Okay. And, and that's the thing with false religions. They stick in you and make you angry when someone challenges what you believe. Yes, the prophecies of Daniel regarding the four kingdoms have already happened. I have met two gentlemen in my life who, ex who have expressed exactly what we're hearing from Johnny today. This is not mainstream church messaging, although it needs to be. I'm so happy to hear real truth coming across the airwaves this afternoon. It is up to us to restore the kingdom. Jesus has given us the tools to reclaim what was stolen. This realization is the first step to understanding dominion. We must subdue and restore the earth to its original intent. God is with us. Who can be against us? There will be people who will fall away. But in um, Johnny's um, video, he gives a prophecy. He says, those who get it have the Father's heart. Amen. Let me and he said, there will be a special blessing for those who understand. Yes. And it's this simple. Let me tell you something. It's so simple. It's Isaiah 9. Boom. Of the increase of his government and, then, and peace. Well, the government will be upon his shoulders. Mm -hmm. the, the, the Messiah will come and the government will be upon his shoulders and the increase of his government and peace, there'll be no end. No pause, no burp, no hiccup, no no nothing. There's It just keeps increasing. Now, I have put the link to this Johnny Enlow video in the description, or I'm going to put it in the description, but I've got it in the chats of all the live videos that we're doing right now. Um, John Bruno says, agreed, great show, God bless. Um... Let's see. Yes, praise the Lord, Cynthia says. She says, this is confirmation from Jesus. I am cheering. Amen, 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 amen. I'm so, so excited. Garfin says um, that he, I think you were saying that you've read, I don't know which, which book you're talking about that you read, but it sounds like you've read the Bible through several times. Um Tree Climbing says, the New Age movement decimated the church in the mid-1800s. Very well said. You're so right about that. Uh, and we're going to we're gonna do some, if you guys are interested and you want to get started and you want to get ahead of the class and get extra credit, you can go to resistancechicks.com and put in Revelation Red Pill in the search box and take all of the Revelation Red Pill Academy episodes that we did, right? The courses. Um, however... We're going to re-break down a lot of these lies. I love when the people get it. 
this resonates. It makes so much sense. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I feel like I'm drinking from a fire hose. I want to do it over and yeah, over I again. know. And that's what you're going to get when you are when you come into Revelation Red, Red Pill Wednesdays for us from now on. So we're announcing it officially here tonight. We have not officially announced it until now. Officially announcing the launching of Revelation Red Pill Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, do we want to try 7 or 7.30? It'll just be in between. It'll be somewhere in between. As I'm, the days get longer, then it's going to be more 7.30. A little bit later. Stacy yeah. says, we are all into your calling. We feel the Spirit is taking you through. Thank you for your faithfulness. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank there you, There was an old prophet that came to our little church about 30 years ago who told us what Johnny is teaching today. Since that time, I've never believed in the rapture. He called it a damnable teaching. And it is. <laughs> People actually believe you don't believe in the rapture. You're going to hell. I know. How sad is that? I'm it so glad the so truth sad. is getting out now. It's time to listen and allow the Holy Spirit to expand our thinking. Ooh. I'm so excited. It's like coming out of the closet. Although we are totally out of the closet because we've we've already done teachings on this. But now's the time for the movement. Now is the time for those people that have been sitting on this message like Johnny Enlow. God literally told him, stop being quiet about this. Put it out there. People need this message. So look forward to Revelation Red Pill Wednesdays. This is not just one of those shows that you can afford to miss. Okay. And I'm going to say something. And I don't want you guys to be offended. I would rather you watch Revelation Red Pill Wednesdays than go to church on Sundays. That's how intense these, now do both, okay? But that's how intense these shows are going to be. They're going to transform everything that you know. And I'm going to say this, bring a friend. These are the shows that you are going to need. I don't care if you never share another episode of Resistance Chicks outside of these. These are the ones. This is what's going to transform everything. This is what's going to bring in the fire. This is what's going to bring in the revival. I'm telling you. This is what is going to change everything. If you have friends that are going through anything at all, whatsoever, they need to be tuning in to Revelation Red Pill Wednesdays. Starting next Wednesday, what's that date? Oh my gosh, it can't be next Wednesday. It's going to have to be the Wednesday after. Leah. Hallelujah, amen. We moved to, what's, what's next Wednesday? Oh, we're speaking next we're Wednesday. We're speaking so next Wednesdays. Wednesday. Okay, yeah. so just kidding. Shoot, it's going to have, two weeks from now. That gives you two weeks to prepare. Maybe we get Johnny on. Um, a portion of the word receipt. It says this person said um, they moved, and this and, and the Lord said we were going to stay there for the next four fifty years. And uh, God gave him a message that this territory is our landing place to settle, to bind, dine, and take dominion. A portion of a word I received in twenty thirteen. As soon as our feet touch the first wet pebbles, we march to the center of standing water. Blah 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 blah. And they're saying that they're getting it because here's what it is. You have, you're going to have kids and those kids are going to have kids and Come those on. kids are going to have kids and those kids are going to have kids and those kids are going to have kids and you need to plan and take, and, and you see the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Let's get the handbasket back. Okay. Oh, come on, she our said hand basket. We're not handing this over to the devil And anymore. it's not going to hell. The people perpetuating okay. this lie are. So we've broken it down. The, the rapture and the seven-year tribulation. There is no seven-year tribulation. It's made up. It's not in the Bible. It's it's Daniel's 70 weeks are fulfilled. It's really simple when you break it down. If you, you read the book of Daniel, the book of Daniel is one of the... Is, it, the book of Daniel is what's called a Christian apologetic. It's so accurate that people thought think, even to this day, some people think it could not have been written Daniel when it was written. Prophesied four kingdoms. That would rise. And then he was given the names for those four kingdoms. Okay. 
And as these four kingdoms rose up, and they were like, you know, Babylon was for like a hundred years, and then the, the the Medes and the Persians, and are the Babylon, the Medes and the Persians, the Greeks, and then Rome, mm-hmm. and then it was, and then it said, and in the time of the last kingdom, the fourth kingdom, would arise a kingdom that would never fall. That's the kingdom. It's age. pretty simple. We're living in it. Okay. Now, so what's uh, what's Jesus amazing is that even historians, even secular historians, have said that there's no way Daniel could have written the book of Daniel mm-hmm. because it's so incredibly accurate to the rising of these four kingdoms, Boom. even to the point where it's it, he prophesies um, uh, Greek and Alexander the Great, and then he 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 gets swiped away, and then he's got four generals that take over, and and the uh, the last kingdom has ten, and that's the different Caesars because that that, that that's Rome, and in the time of the last kingdom, there will be a kingdom that will be taken out of a rock, out of a mountain, and it'll be a rock. And then that rock will knock down the these other kingdoms, right? All of the other kingdoms. And then the righteous people of God will reign forever. That's us. And so, but here's the thing. How is it that we kingdom are kingdom now. priests with no kingdom? We got the kingdom. And this is actually a new thing I that I heard from him. to the kingdom. And I don't know. I got, got me the keys to the kingdom. Okay, so when um, the Bible says he will be king of kings, he's king of kings. We are kings. That's us. He's the king of us, king of kings. Come blooming. Okay, we reign as kings and priests. We reign as kings and priests, okay? So just as the first disciples didn't understand the kingdom that Jesus was bringing, Mm -hmm. people didn't understand his second coming. He came in his second coming. He came just as he came, just as he went up into the clouds, he was going to come. It was like, foof, foof, okay? He came and he destroyed um, Jerusalem in AD 70, okay? And what he did was, remember this, the Jews were still underneath the old system. The Jews, even Peter and Paul, and they were still going to the temples, okay? They were still living and they were still trying to figure this out. Okay. They were still sacrificing. They were having, there were still lots of different things that were happening. They knew that Jesus had come and was this final sacrifice. But how do you make that switch? How do you make the switch? So Jesus said, I'm going to make the switch for you. Mm-hmm. And when he talks about the, the world ending, I'm going to create a new heaven and a new earth. The temple was actually heaven and, and it was, it was heaven and earth. It was referred to as that. And literally. outside was the sea, which was the Gentiles. It was literally referred to as heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. And so he destroyed heaven and earth because he destroyed that link that was between heaven and earth. Because the priests would go into the Holy Holies and make that link between God. And ever since eighty seventy, when Jesus said all this in Matthew 24 will happen within a generation, that's 40 years, it happened within a generation in AD 70. There have not been any temple sacrifices. Ever again. Ever again. 2,000 years it later. It was the end of an age. And Jesus was prophesying to the Jewish people. He was ending that age. So here's the good news. The now, we can break down yeah. all the ins and outs of, of, of how this is true, why it's true, the scriptures, and all of that. But the bottom line and the punchline of why this is so important is that we are living in a victorious age that everything has already been overcome. Jesus stole the keys of death and hell. He gives every, and we've got them. And all we have to do is go and take the dominion back because we have given place to the devil that does not belong to him, but he's occupying it because you haven't entered in to get it. That's the thing. When 80% of Christians send their children to a public indoctrination center that does not allow God, and then you wonder how bad, why the, the, the world is bad, 
That's we did that. Cognitive dissidence. We gave it up. But we it's, gave it but up. All the, so, but Michelle, how can we be reigning and ruling as kings and priests when everything around is looking so bad? Because you aren't operating in it. You aren't walking in it. And so when we talk about literally the entire earth being consumed by the kingdom of God, you have no idea what that looks like. And it only gets better and better and better. So the quicker we get this message, the quicker we can kick out these tyrants and take dominion to what God has already given us. And that is why this message is so important. It's vital for what's Best coming. Best show ever. I'm telling you guys, you need to get excited about this. Cynthia says, I can't wait. Y'all people, this is resistance chicks on steroids, what you're going to experience. So I want you to start talking to your friends, calling them up and say, listen, I want you to join with me on a life-changing Bible study. I don't really know what it's going to be about, but I'm telling you what. I have it on good authority that our lives are going to be changed if we tune into this live Bible study every Wednesday, okay? We'll start it off at 7, and then as the as the daylight gets longer, we'll probably move that to 7.30 and, and, and then 8. But for the, for the foreseeable future, we'll just start it off at 7, two weeks from now, right? Because next week we're going to be speaking at an event on a Wednesday, February 22nd. It's going to be 2, 22, 23 is going to be the first date that we're going to do this show. Revelation Wednesdays. Revelation Red Pill Wednesdays. Ready, let's do the work, finally, that he mandated us to do. Stacey says, this is the preliminary of our new Red Pill Wednesdays. I love this. Stacey, I know you guys are going to be there when you can. And if you can't tune in live, that's okay. You can watch it off. Watch it back afterwards, all right? So we're going to say goodbye. This has been a longer show than we intended. But this just happened to us tonight. Not that we were going to do the Revelation Red Pill Wednesdays. We, we've got a hold of that. But the fact that that is literally our mission, which may involve or evolve into holding some conferences where we get in some amazing speakers and authorities on, on this. And I will let you in on a little secret. Joy and Matt Thayer of Sparrow Pictures. If you aren't following them, follow them because they also align with every single thing that we're saying. There are so many people that you don't even know and they've been sitting on it. And, it, and I actually probably should give Joy and Matt a phone call tonight. And, and, and get them excited about this because this is where God's taking us. It's time to come out the closet. It's time to go forward. So, all right, you guys, remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory if it's actually the truth. We love you. God loves you. God bless. Mark off on your calendars every Wednesday night. You're going to be here with Resistance Chicks. So that's going to make a third scheduled show for us. Look at your face. You want to read another uh, one? No, this one's silly. Um, it's sadly, you're flirting with the kingdom now teaching that's full of danger. There's nothing dangerous about this thank you tree climbing says kablooey I, I love that word it's one of my favorite words so kablooey revelation red pill wednesdays it's going to be fantastic you guys are going to love it and i'm looking forward to this so this is a big deal for us to add another regular show it's it's lee and i don't like to be tied down it's not our personality and our business does not do well with that either because our business is it's an always evolving schedule because we take care of people's animals when they go out of town um but this it's that important so just know for us to add another regular show it means it means One a lot. In the '60s, I typed teachings for a prophet who taught this, and in spite of trying to share this many times, I was thought to be a heretic. But his words to me before he passed away were, "I won't get to see this, but you will." Oh come on, it's he like would remind me many me. times to remember Proverbs 4:18. The path of the just is as the shining light, and shineth more and more until the perfect day. I'm going to be 85 in two weeks, and now I get to see this. Stop it now! You stop it right now. 
I feel like emancipation time. We're going to emancipate people held captive to this. John Bruno so, says, no fear. We are all here for this. You guys can get, also get, uh, I'm telling you right now, if you're still watching, I want you to get two books. And I know, book, 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 book. Number one, I want you to get Corey Gray's book, um, who's a friend of ours, because his book lays this out so well. Born Again as Kings. We I think that's are the website. Born Again as Kings. Yes. yes. Bornagainaskings.com. Right. Get your book today. Um, you can get it on Amazon. I got mine on Amazon. Um, I'm still going to bring up the website here. You're going to find yourself um, just cheering and recognizing the scriptures that are in this. And we're going to have Corey on our show. I mean, Corey again, has a yeah. huge following. Um, he's been teaching this to people for a long time. The end of Satan and the beginning of God's kingdom. And if you want, you can go to resistancechicks.com. We had Corey on our show a few months ago. Right. And you can watch the episode, just put Corey in the search yeah. bar and you can watch that. So if you want to get all these kind of sneak peeks for um, for where we're headed, go to resistancechicks.com and all the links for everything. And Corey then is there. I want you to get, and you can put this in Amazon, uh, The Last Days According to Jesus by R.C. Sproul. Or am I even mean Christ? According, there it is, by Jesus, R.C. Yeah. Sproul. I always say Christ, it's Jesus. So the last day is according to Jesus, really simple book uh, by R.C. Sproul. I have a study guide that I bought to do with you guys. I, I got to find it around here. I will find it for you. And um, I think I want you guys to get this book and then we're going to go over it. Um, when did Jesus say he would return? I mean, he has the right initials. R.C. Resistance Chicks. Oh, he does. He really does. So those are the two books that I'm, I'm highly recommending right now for Resistance Chicks. Is he still alive? Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't Sproul think he is. I don't know. I should know. Because I was like, we could get him on the show too. There's a lot of people. I, you know who I would love to? I, who we are going to get on the show for this is Bruce Gore. We'll try. We're going to try to get Bruce Gore on the show. I, I'm he looking forward to this. He died in 2017. I knew he was dead. Darn it. So did Ken Gentry too. Exactly. So we're going to pick up their baton. That's another part of the prophecy. Go and listen to the Johnny Enlow video because he had a prophecy for those of us giving this message about mantles did you hear that part mm -hmm. about the mantles that we would be picking up and the anointing and i got all kind of goosebumps i was like lord may we be worthy to pick up the mantles of the, these greats yeah right who mm -hmm. and and like that that commenter said that that the uh prophet in the 60s gave them that message those are the mantles these yeah. are the mantles we are picking it up we are carrying it we're going to finish this thing we're going to take it across the line i'm so excited about 2023 Oh, thank you. John says he passed on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, very dangerous at the moment to be careful. That's a good point. You know, um, you're right about that. And I will tell you guys, you know, Michelle and I were in deep prayer today. We have been feeling a heaviness. Mm. Uh, our One of um, our best friends. Do, uh, be careful on the what you say there. Um, Just say she died. Family Never well, died. That's family all we can say. Yeah. A family member passed away. Um, we've had uh, other tragedies um, come our way. People are are struggling with sicknesses and finances finances and there's just a, i've there's been a like a, a really heavy heavy weight on our shoulders and today um michelle and i just really prayed through that and then we came home and we listened to johnny enlow uh speak and it's like the revelation red pill and he said it's time it's going out into the patriot movement now we're going to get it out there i'm not going to be afraid of it um because people will be people get very Yes. Um, it's a cult, so you're going up against a cult mindset. So I'm um, also going to, I'm making sure that on today's show, and I don't mean to interrupt you, Leah, there, I'm putting the links of everything that you need here on mm -hmm. today's show on resistancechicks.com, so carry on. 
Yeah. So when I listened to it, I felt this huge piece what just like come over me, and I just was so relieved. And Michelle's like, "I found the, our vision for 2023," you know. And before we we were kind of uh, when we would present it for you guys, I would say most of you stayed with us. Uh, most of you, it it just resonates with your spirit. Um, and talking to other people, it. It, it, we've been hitting a wall after wall after wall unless somebody already kind of has it in person. Um, and we've just been waiting for God to say, to, to open the doors because yeah. you can't open a door. When a door is locked, a door is locked. When somebody's heart is shut, you can't bang it open. You need God to be opening up people's hearts and have their hearts and minds ready for this um, because it's... Um, it's a, it's a sacred cow. It's like, honestly, it it's like a child with a pacifier. And you're going to find as you watch our show, I think most of you are probably ready for this and excited about it. As you get this and it cements in your spirit, there's going to be people that you're going to want to share it with and they may not be receptive and they and they will be vitriolic about it. They will get really angry and But mean. give them patience because there have been people that we've done that and then they come back later and they're like, no, I see it now. Yeah. And that and that is a thing, but you have to recognize the fruit of the fruit of the fruit of it. Right. Right. So who, what does it matter if Jesus is, what does it matter if I don't believe that Jesus is going to be coming back right, right, right now, right, right now? Where is that on the, on the timeline of essential things to believe? Right. Right. Um, but because these, because this, because it's a, a false teaching in people's brains, they need you to believe it with them. Exactly. Because if you don't believe it with them, then they have to kind of second guess it. You know, there's a lot of things in the Bible uh, I don't need to convince people to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and mm -hmm. speak in tongues. I don't need to yell at them or get right. angry at them or tell them that they're going to hell. Right. I'm just like, there's this thing you guys could have. And I don't get mad when people tell me that it might be not the Holy Spirit. I don't get mad at Presbyterians or Baptists who don't believe in it. I'm friends with them. Um, John says, this aligns with what Julie Green has been prophesying. She gives an excellent uplifting word here on Rumble Monday through Friday. Wow. Um, I would be very interested to hear. And, and we met... Um, her briefly when she came and spoke at our event, our revival in October. So if she's def if she's getting this message, I would be definitely interested in hearing that. And mm -hmm. uh, Tree Climbing says, I feel Christ's yoke upon me lately. It's a comforting thing. Yeah. When you take on his yoke, you know, and that's kind of what Michelle and I, we just felt like God took off a burden mm. and this is now a yoke. But it feels but comforting like tree climbing just said. Because you're with him. Yeah. Right. And you're moving forward with him and he's carrying all the weight. And so this is now to plow through. We can now see a vision. We now see where we're going with this. And somebody else has has really what uh, Johnny Enloe did was just blow up the 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 um the the rocks that were in our path. Yeah. And boom. Boom. Because he's got a big enough following that people respect him. And he's in the right vein. He's in the and right he's movement. And he's been, he's had prophetic words confirmed, right? Yeah. Which is mm -hmm. also really important to give him that level of respect. And I hope that Leah and I have earned that respect from you guys over the past six years. This is our yeah. seventh year. And um, there's a lot of stuff coming up this year. Our friends are doing a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And we've been invited to to join with them. And Leah and I have been very kind of like, I'm just not sure if that's us. I'm I, Clearly God's doing that for you, but... We were sensing right. that God was calling us to do something different, um, and this is it. 
So that's why you're sensing such an excitement in Leah and I. So, okay, right, guys, guys, we love you. God loves you. God bless. We will see you on Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our weekly roundup of news. Um, and then always following afterwards on our, all the regular platforms. Then again on Sunday for our world news program next Wednesday. If you live in the area and you would like to come and listen to Leah and I speak, um, we live in the, the Cincinnati area. Just send me a, an email, massfay33 at gmail.com and I'll get you the information to come and join us there. And um, then uh, Coach Dave show. And then Coach Dave is going to be, um, let me see if this is the right one. Oh, it is. We're going to be doing an event with Coach Dave on March 24th and 25th. It's absolutely phenomenal. You're going to go and visit the um, Creation Museum or the Ark Encounter on Friday during the day and then listen to speakers like Coach like uh, Coach Dave, Leah, and, and myself, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Tom Renz, uh, Dr. Carrie Midday, and then all day on Saturday, another full jam-packed day of speakers in this conference. There's going to be Q&A, a very intimate thing, even though I think there's going to be quite a few people there, but still you'll be able to ask questions, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, and that's going to be in Milford, Ohio. And so I want to encourage you guys to, to schedule that off, come from wherever you can, but go to coachdavelive.com forward slash event and, um, and, and come and join us because that's going to be absolutely phenomenal. Very, very excited about that event. So Okay, we will see you guys on Friday and then two weeks from now, from tonight, 2, 22, 23. First night of the Revelation Red Pill Wednesdays. It's going to blow your mind. What did I say earlier? Blow your, I said your mind's going to be. Okay, we love you guys. God bless. See ya. I was called.